There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Father, it is Alexander. I call you today due to a report from my pupil. A creature has been found like no other. There are no recordings in any of our encyclopedias or databases that would fit the description of this creature. At best, this creature can be considered an aberration or otherworldly. This is very disconcerting. I believe it is time that we call in the collective. Of course, Father. I will get to contacting everyone immediately. Alexander. Make sure you bring Elaine Durand's grandson. It is time we keep a closer eye on him. I feel a dark energy awakening. I have recently spoken with him and believe he is still in control of his faculties, but I understand it is time we start including the newer generation of hunters. Welcome everyone to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him. And joining with us tonight, Tim. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I play Andy, and our pronouns are he, him. Matthew. Hi, everyone. This is Matthew. I play Agent C, and our pronouns are he, him. And special guest star, Sam. Hi, everyone. My name is Sam, and I am playing Sam, and our pronouns are he, him. Thank you for coming back for another episode, Sam. Yes, thank oh, you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we get zany here, so. We're a little it's quirky. A wild time. I saw someone <laughs> drinking a beer through a Twizzler, so shit's getting wild. <laughs> it was a it red was vine. A... <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a Twizzler. I don't know what the difference so, is, but. Okay, yeah, exactly. Thank you for asking that question. So, what is the difference? So, specifically, these red yeah, vines are, these are the, uh, made simple red vines so they use real sugar i'm pretty sure yeah this one uses real sugar instead of high fructose corn syrup so first off that's baller also they're made in california so Whoa. like some pride oh. there they Support also said when i uh finished my whole 30 they sent me a care package with a crap ton of uh licorice treats which was well awesome. red vines get at us uh we we're freaking <laughs> yes. streaming over here giving you ads for free right now but what yeah, come on american licorice company 
Look, mm-hmm. I'm willing to change the podcast name to Vanguard of the Red Vines. So. Vanguard just, of the go. Vines. Let's go. Yeah, Wait, when you finished the package, they sent you a care thing? No, so I did Whole30, and while I was oh, on Whole30, okay. I had a dream about Red Vines, because I used to keep them on my desk, I uh, and I, I added them in the tweet, and they're like, give us your address. And they sent me uh, a ton of licorice. It was awesome. That's so cool. You too can be a shill. <laughs> What's Whole30? Uh, that is a it is a diet, it's like a diet thing, thing okay. for thirty days. You cut certain things out of your diet, like alcohol, dairy, um, a lot of processed sugars, and uh, you don't eat food unless you're legitimately hungry or like during your pre-described or pre-prescribed uh, meal times, so, like no snacking and stuff. So, and then you slowly reintroduce stuff to your body to like say, hey, this is how blank affects your body. It's one of the reasons I stopped drinking coffee creamer uh, until recently when I discovered like alt alternate milk creamer is like oat milk creamer, which is really good. Well, thank you for asking, Fred. My favorite thing about Whole30 is. (laughs) (laughs) So now our show is called Vanguard of the Whole30. And, red uh, vines, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whole thirty of the red vines. Mm. They're like uh, always at war, and every season we go back and forth. <laughs> it's all about demons, vines, and cutting stuff out of your life. <laughs> On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil, vale, Sam meets Jermaine, a friend from law school at a bathhouse. When Jermaine steps away to use the restroom, a large black mask f- forms through the wall. Moving towards Sam. Sam attacks the creature, and when Jermaine returns, Sam convinces him that they need to leave now. However, the mass attacks Jermaine, and suddenly he's no longer able to recognize Sam. At the agency, and in a few days after a few days of downtime, Brent comes to bother Andy and Agency. When questioned about his wife Penelope, the manager of Brightview Rehab Center, Brent seems confused and doesn't acknowledge the situation. Delilah calls up Agency and Andy uh, to the sergeant's office and when uh they get there andy is given a letter allowing him to take any item out of the ns9 armory he is drawn to a spear and when he touches it he has visions of a battle with demons uh at the meeting agency is introduced to sam and after they caught up on the situation they decide to revisit the bathhouse once there the team is shocked to see the monster infecting more people so it is brant canonically ah dang it brant i i even wrote brant and then when i transcribed it i wrote brant all right, so you're all naked. Well, towel. Towel, yes. Towel and be, badge. Be toweled. You're in a bathhouse, and uh, there's a crazy big monster here. I would like for all of you to roll Act Under Pressure. Uh, um, under the pressure. Oh, I should probably bring up my character pressure. sheet. Can I first roll Destiny's plaything? It's from my background. Oh, yes. Then do that. Okay. What does that do? At the beginning of each mystery, you may uh, roll Destiny's Play thing uh, to reveal something about your immediate future. My character oh. is hold, propelled forward by their destiny. Okay, uh, so go ahead and do that. Okay. Ugh. God damn it. Oh, that's not terrible. So uh, that's a, I think a, se- yeah, yeah, that's a seven. Okay, so on okay. a ten plus, the keeper reveal a useful detail about the coming mystery. On a seven through nine, you get a vague hint about it. On a miss, something bad happens to you. You get a vague hint about my future. About your future? Well, or about, about this creature? You no, it's about, about the, the coming mystery. So it doesn't have yes. to be limited to this current circumstance, but about the whole yeah. session. 
the vague hint is going to be uh just from your previous experience uh and, and from what you've seen uh entering into Jermaine's head but there was no blood so it's like phasing through his body and that it was phasing through the wall you feel like this is going to take something more than conventional weaponry to overcome and that is what i'll leave it at i was muted oh no we don't have b with us (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh everybody roll act under pressure 12 oh Oh, damn So thankfully, uh, I upped my cool to three with my last advance, so I got a ten. Okay. Eight. Okay, so as you enter this room and you see, like, the six occupants of the communal bathhouse uh, all just kind of suspended in the air from these, like, black tendrils, these appendages, three of them drop, and those three uh, tentacles come shooting towards you. And so, starting with Andy, what do you do when you act under pressure to avoid being struck by this tentacle? I mean, I try to dodge out of the way, but I think I slip on some water, and I'm, I helpfully land on my my cushioned little bottom and avoid it from getting me. So, although your intentions were to dive coolly, you mm-hmm. slip and avoid the tentacle regardless. What about you, Agency? Oh, well, you know, you work with what you have, so uh, I will rip off the towel and I will whip at the uh, tentacle that is coming at me. <laughs> so you you towel, towel, what is it called? Towel whip? Like, like the tentacle? Yeah. yeah. All right. And you definitely snap your towel and uh, deflect this tentacle. Now, uh, you have a partial success, Sam, so you are going to take some damage. So what what is it that you tried to do that was partially successful? Yeah, I think just dive out of the way and try to get a vantage point to see the room as best as possible, but maybe got a little fancy with it. Okay, so uh, you're going to take two points of damage, but you don't feel any concern about like memory loss. Uh, you were have anything that makes you feel like it, you know, kind of invaded your thoughts or anything like that. Um, now, do you have any defense? Any armor? Yeah, I have. I have defense regardless of what I'm wearing as a part of my character. Okay, what is it? Um, is it is it two? I think it I might think be. So. Yeah, I think I have always Whoa. have two no matter what's going on. Whoa, okay. That's crazy. And and that and and have we revealed uh what your hunter status is yet? We have not revealed that. Okay. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought I'll we, I'll leave that up to you. Um so that. you don't take any damage whatsoever. And you I, I just imagine you probably pull out like one of your weapons and you deflect the tentacle and don't take any damage. Now each of you get to act and you can act in any order you would like but you can see that this thing is just incredibly large it has several appendages maybe even more due to the fact that it is just amorphous what do you do investigate a mystery okay. <laughs> yeah because we don't have our gear right we're just we're just towels and underpants i, I love sometimes. the idea that like someone refused to let us in because we were wearing clothes so they gave us towels but they are completely unaware of what's going on inside. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes uh, i so does andy wear his like boxers or briefs underneath uh, yes. the towel Got yes an agency is just butt naked right now yeah I mean, protocol said that it was just a <laughs> towel and his ba- yes. he had his badge too 
Yeah. And then <laughs> and then Sam, I would assume just tell. We can leave a little mystery for the viewers. But okay, you're, okay. You're we, have, we haven't refueled it yet. Okay. You've okay. never been wrong about anything you've assumed about me. <laughs> <laughs> if I do see uh, someone's investigating, uh, my my biggest motivation right now is to kind of communicate uh, and to share, especially because I'm feeling through my destiny that, hey, these things move. They move incorporeally. They move through walls. They, they're going to move through that towel, too. They there's more here than physical. They need to be defeated more than just physically somehow. All right. Investigate a mystery. All right. Not my best stat. Uh, Ooh, that's a six. <laughs> so that is considered a failure. It is. It really, it truly, so you it really gain an is. experience point oh, for the I, failure. I love that. But unfortunately, I think with a failure, you don't get anything, right? I get zilch. Zilch. So unfortunately, and in some ways, fortunately, you realize that this is like a, a first time monster. No, that's what bad. You, <laughs> oh, fun. Um, what you realize is this is nothing like you've read in your manuals and in your years oh, of field experience. For a lack of a better term, this is an incredibly alien type creature to you. So I have a move called what could go wrong whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets hold to. So I usually believe that's I've always read that as very smallly as like freaking if I enter a new scene without like planning or something like that. I'm wondering, uh, can I like try to tackle him in order to use my what could go like char- like literally charge it? And, and do into uh, do immediate danger, and if not, then I would like to hinder them um, either through kick some ass or um, help out. You can do whatever you want. So if that first option is what you want to do, please do so. Okay. So yeah, I'm go- I, I'm gonna kind of broadly assume the what could go wrong can apply to like putting myself into more danger. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna scrabble up a little bit against the wall and then go to try to like, you know, get inside the tentacles. Because if you get inside their tentacles, they yeah. can't do as much stuff. So that's what I'm gonna do. Um, and I try to like tackle it around its gooey waist. And uh, if we're playing it as though I use my move, then I can inflict one harm. Uh, I get I get to hold two, and uh, I'm gonna choose to inflict one harm. And I'm going to hold, uh, reduce someone's harm suffered by one. So I'm, I'm going to use that just probably the next person to get hit. Is this a no roll move? This is a no roll move, which is why I'm pretty sure it's like a setup move. Yeah. Did you like wish that you had your spear in your hand right now? I would love my spear. Uh, yeah, I'm like, sure wish I had my spear in my hand. <laughs> so as you have this thought, Mm-hmm. And you are charging this creature, and mm-hmm. although you are not as dexterous as Agent C or B may be, you are uh, kind of weaving your way in between the appendages that are currently focusing on two other people, right. the three people that are up in the right. air still. And the spear materializes in your hands. Shut and up! You, uh, you currently have this spear, and the spear, when you look at it again, you can see that the intricate designs that are upon the metal of the spearhead are slightly glowing and the the wood is warm to your touch and feels smooth 
and feels like it fits in your hand perfectly. And it is perfectly balanced as you experienced last time when you were spinning the staff by yourself in the uh, armory and in the front room of Sergeant Cruz's office. So now you have your spear and it is in your hand. You have inflicted one harm uh, with this spear towards the creature. Now, what's interesting to you is although this creature is like corporeal, uh-huh. You feel like there's a very big possibility that uh, you might have done some damage to it because it reacts to your spear hit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like I imagine it comes to my hand. I kind of slip a little bit, get confused, go for my tackle move to just be like, huh? And then just slightly stab it um, with, with the, the spear tip. Um, since we, you know, like I didn't roll kick ass or anything like that. It was just an accidental, what have you. And then, yeah, I'm kind of just like staring at it, looking confused, uh, and my guard is down. Okay. Okay. So I don't think that move will incur an attack though, cause it okay. wasn't kick some ass. Uh, and then, uh, Sam, do you do anything? Yes. You mentioned before that I might be able to pull out one of my weapons. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I think Some I misspoke. I, 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 well, okay. I, I would say that you might have been able to sneak one inside your towel because I assume in it, it with the weapons that you utilize, they're probably going to be able to fit into a bag because you had yes. mentioned that you have a bag of weapons. Yes. So what, what is it that you snuck underneath your towel? Great. Maybe, you know, in between your legs or, you know, within the fold of the towels. And do you have that? weapon or are you just happy to see us <laughs> stop calling your penis a weapon <laughs> this was a knife it's literally a dagger yeah <laughs> it's one of the not one even the a spe- knife a dagger it's one of the specific ones i had written down but yeah if you were to look at it too much it would seem perhaps like a human <laughs> yes dick. I said inhuman in princess like a dick uh it would seem perhaps inhuman in origin but it's a it's a really gnarly looking dagger that seems to feed or want to feed so i'm gonna take the yes i'm gonna take this terrible weapon and uh try to get the business end of it towards one of these things i guess okay maybe maybe uh capitalizing off of uh off of andy's success and try to go after that one and be like boy agency that andy guy's pretty pretty uh, extraordinary huh that's extraordinary you remember the lightsaber kid yeah yeah i wouldn't get too close to andy (laughs) okay and i go try to uh business end it so i'm gonna do a uh kick some ass okay please roll kick some ass okay 12 okay so that is a success now you do get to add uh, an extra effect to your attack so extra damage you can reduce harm that you might receive, could force them where you want it, etc., etc. Extra damage. Uh, this weapon has the magic tag, by the way. Okay. It's got the magic tag. So you do extra damage, is that correct? What is its base damage? Uh, like two? Shit. Uh, it's a handled weapon, so minus one. Yeah, I think two or something. That's fine. We'll just go with two and then you Sorry. add one for extra harm. Okay. Okay. Once again, you can see that although it is incorporeal, it kind of reacts to your attack, but it does not seem to move away or flinch or anything like that. Okay. So now, once again, I would like 
everybody to roll act under prep. Oh, actually, I apologize. Uh, Sam, you are going to take damage, though, because uh, kick some ass since you did extra harm and did not move it to where you want it or uh, reduce the harm. You are going to take an attack. And this time, you are going to take three points of damage. So one point of damage will break through. Okay. It will actually uh, submerge into your body and into your head. And as it does so, you feel as if something is just like tugging on the inside of your mind. Essentially, there are certain things about you that you're not going to remember. And we will approach that in a little bit. Not towards. Uh, did, uh, how, uh, did you take any real damage or did you block it? A one out of the three. All right, then I'll, uh, with the back end of my spear, use my other hold, uh, reduce the damage. Okay. By so, one, kind of like slap the tentacle or whatever down so it doesn't stab him as hard or something. Okay, so since you utilize uh, your held action, you will actually prevent Sam from actually being struck and it will prevent him from losing memories as well. So we will retcon what no I struck, just said. No suck. <laughs> exactly. Of the memories is how I'm assuming it's happening. <laughs> so now, once again, everybody will have to act under pressure. 14. Fuck. 11. Jesus. Okay. Why did I not roll this good before? Well, this, this thing seems bad, so I'm glad I'm doing it. Don't worry, guys. I got a six. Oh, no. So you will gain an uh, an experience point for failing your role. Now, both Agency and Andy continue to maneuver just excellently, and they avoid any contact uh, with the tendrils. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of confused by how I'm, like, getting my spear in the way and things of that nature. And I just have a what face. For you, Sam, once again, this tendril is going to strike you, and you're going to take three points of damage, so you only take one. But this time, since unless somebody has something that could prevent this, which I don't think anybody has held actions, you will take uh, memory loss this time. And uh, we will discuss that in a little bit. Okay. At this point, the creature actually has grown even larger. And to Andy and to Agent C., As this rolling amorphous mass, this just dark matter that looks both liquid and gas at the same time, it's rolling and there's appendages coming out and retracting in, but you see something that is just like a constant on the front of its body, and it is a ceramic mask that is just unmoving on top of the rolling bodily mass, and it has these really kind of small slits for its eyes and its mouth and it is very unnerving um, to see this and it just grows larger and larger and you can just see that it is just draining the memories and brain power from the other people in this room and it is it is almost to the point where it's engulfing like 75 percent of this room Mm -hmm. now and you're starting to run out of uh let's just say maneuvering room uh, in this area, what would you like to do? I think we bail. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, can we act under pressure to leave? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you could read a bad situation as well. If we okay, if you act on your answers, you get a plus one ongoing. Okay, okay, okay. Is anyone sharper than me? 
Sure. I have a plus yeah. one. And mine's plus, plus one too. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, two. Sam, would you like to read a bad situation? Sure. That's just to see what to do or to get out. So when you read a bad situation, you can ask a couple of questions. One of them is like, what's my best way out? Okay. I don't. Is table talk bad? <laughs> I mean, yes and no. It's it, 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 the players can have their characters communicate okay. uh, their concerns, but you know, maybe you're just in the heat of the moment, and okay. due to the character or the hunter that you are, you might automatically just be in action mode. Sure, I do kind of want to read that, but I also am curious. The staff seemed to do damage. Dagger didn't. But I am curious about throwing that spear. spear into the, the, the dagger mask. did do damage. The dagger did? did, yes, but it just doesn't seem like a lot. But nothing's damaged the mask. It's just been into the writhing mask. Cor- correct. You haven't been targeting the mask. The mask at all. Okay. Gotcha. Um, why don't... Okay, I'll, I'll do sharp and investigate the room. Ten. Okay, Ooh. so you're reading a bad situation? Yes. Okay, so you could hold three and ask me any amount of questions or act upon him. What's the best way in? What's the best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? So I could ask more than one question? You yes, could ask three. the three. Uh, you mentioned vulnerable to me. Um, I'm honing in on the mask a little bit, but just asking generally, what's the most vulnerable to me? Yeah, so the creature is vulnerable to you, and and you have to assume now that maybe the tagline of magic is what's helping you injure this creature. But you know that in relevancy to like how much damage you normally do, this is not the way to really kill we're, it. We're there's really a, a there's a there's yeah there's a better way to do this. Okay. Uh, the other example questions were, what's the best way out of here? Was that one of them? there aren't really any other way out. Uh, There's probably one emergency exit on the far side. And then on the side that you're on is the entrance that you came in. Uh, It's already increasing up to about 80% of the room. Um, So there is a possibility you could probably run around, but um, you know, running back the way you came might be the best course of action. Okay. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I think the one of the the dangers is that like the creature probably won't make the building collapse because it's incorporeal in a sense, but it is really going to take away your ability to maneuver. So if you're trapped in a room, it's eventually going to be just engulfing units mass and we don't know what the effect of that is we know if it touches you it damages and takes your thoughts so being trapped in a room with you know a mass that is growing exponentially can be extremely dangerous than just fighting it outside okay i'll distill that to the group by saying this thing has been eating my mind just by touching it i lost a part of me and it's (laughs) going to eat this room soon we got to get out of here now (laughs) gladly all right let's bail Tactically, I'm just walking backwards, you know, swinging it all around, confused style. Uh, tactical withdrawal is me whipping my towel as I back away slowly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a windmill and right? just spinning fast. Like, what the crap? I'm like a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you take the time to like get your clothing or are you just 
booking it out of the building. Yeah. It's I okay. got I got my little bin. I just I take the bin and I leave naked. You can okay. just pull up the cubby. Only yeah, with my, ba- my badge it's only. It's like a basket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah put like you a... just pull out the basket and run, I think that's a reasonable like, compromise. Uh, agency, you can use my towel. I have my underpants on. No, nah, it's good. I'm, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you exit the building and you are kind of right next to your van. And as you quickly put on the clothing that you had on earlier, you can see that the creature is now kind of coming out of different parts of the building and it is kind of coming towards you as well. You can also see that as people walk by, it is just like spearing them with its tentacles and then they're just being caught up into it. And as you so, would... So you could, are, are, I know you're saying spear tentacles and that does sound bad, but most of the stuff that we've kind of focused on is the the draining of of memories and things. Are they literally getting like bodily gored or is this the brain bug from Starship Troopers? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh. So they Fuck! <laughs> No, they are not like in a sense physically being harmed. Gotcha. So there isn't blood and viscera. There isn't a hole in the back of their heads, but there is probably some type of damage happening we none of you have been hit yet so you won't know actually sam did you get hit yeah so you have taken some kind of damage and you would assume it's psychic mental emotional something right you're you're getting hurt even though there isn't any physical representation of that the harm cycle has started you have taken one harm oh i'm in probably you're you're not telling me anything i don't know yeah (laughs) so in that sense yeah by me saying spearing it, it is incorporally entering people's bodies and it is growing larger the more people it's memory consuming we should get th- uh, Frank out here to fight him. <laughs> he has nothing between his head. This guy was starved to death. I hate that guy. Oh, he's smart enough not to be here right now. That's fair. Fred, it is at Fuck. this point that I would like to uh, kick some ass okay. with my assault rifle. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So you open the back of your band, you open up the long toolbox that you hide your assault rifle. It's a really big toolbox. (laughs) Yeah. Just a metal, just chest that's in the back of your van. Okay. It's far, so I'm not close to the the creature monster. And wait, let's kick some ass. Oh, tough. God damn it. Uh, That's a that's a six. (laughs) Oh, boy. That is a failure. Why do I do this to myself? You love experience points, Matthew. That's I do, like but I also thing. don't want to die. Most people can't see this thing, so they're just going to see you open oh, fire. Wow. They're seeing a naked man straight. with a badge shooting a oh salt rifle in the air. <laughs> you guys needed a lawyer. And we're not in Texas. <laughs> Agency opens the back of his van. He takes out his assault rifle from an extremely large metal box positioned towards the back with... Just his birthday suit on. He starts to spray the creature that is coming out of the building. But unfortunately, as it goes in and out of the building, the bullets just strike the building and does not seem to have any effect on the creature itself. You gain one experience point. I do. Thank you. Andy, Sam, either of you can act. Take the initiative. Do it. (laughs) We probably shouldn't be shooting. I don't think that most people can. We don't know that people can see it. We don't want to. We can't help it if we can't be help ourselves. Yeah. 
So we're outside now, so we have more space to maneuver, right? Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And this thing appears to be at a rampage, so our plan of, like, it followed us out. Part of me was hoping that they would stay inside, right? So now I'm like, do we turn around and call for backup and fight it now that we are closer to our van? I kind of look at Agency's face like, should we should we fight it or... We can't let this thing get out of here. It's going to take more victims. Okay, then I put my shoes on and probably just my undershirt. And yeah, I want to rush at this MFR and uh, do a big jump. It looks anime as hell. And I want to do a stab on it with my spear. Kick some ass style. Don't let it touch you. I won't. I got this, baby. Uh, He doesn't know anything. (laughs) And I'm just yelling, I'm going to roll my 2d6s. I'm going to add absolutely nothing to it. And then, Fred, you tell me what happens. Absolutely. I got a five. There's a finally. We're, we're failing. I mark experience points instead of uh, rolling a seven. You know, if you fail enough, you level up, but then we also die. <laughs> hey. Although you feel more competent with this weapon, uh, you still fail and you kind of jump and you kind of swing your uh, spear around rather deftly, but you do not strike it. And uh, I imagine avoiding you. we're almost like arguing with each other, if that makes sense. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, whoa. Yes. And you gain an experience point. I believe the spear has uh, the close attribute to it. Okay. And you did kick some ass. So now it is going to be able to attack you. And you feel this tendril that just kind of like slips past and strikes you. And it strikes you for three points of damage. Well, cool. You have some armor now, right? I didn't put it on. I'm nude. Oh, shit. So you, (laughs) yeah. So you, okay. You do take the full three points of damage. Okay. I could. Can I retcon and say it's uh, much less humorous um, grabbing my overshirt and just grabbing just my like body armor, you know, like my whatever it is, my flak jacket, but it my chased your nip body- so. It, yeah, and I probably that's probably why I'm screaming. I feel like at this point it wouldn't have made sense. I think you kind of just rushed into action. True, true, true. But I would say now after yeah, this, prior I didn't, to your I didn't next hedge move, my bets at all, I would say, you know. Yeah, you could put that on next time um, and still <laughs> act. Sick. But with that being said, as as this incorporeal appendage enters into the back of your head, for a moment, uh, you have this kind of sharp dagger-like pain in the back of your head. You don't feel like you've lost any memory. And Sick. at which point uh, you hear a voice in your head and it's like, go back, put on your armor and I will take care of the rest. Uh, okay. B, is that you? You don't hear anything. <laughs> Big ass shrug. <sighs> Sam. Do you guys have anything magic here? I, I I don't feel like physical things are going to do it. I think yeah. this thing is swinging over anything my head. Else? Anything at range? No. <laughs> well, well, I, I think I still have some UV grenades, but I don't think that's going to help out. Okay. 
So Sam, although Agency can no longer investigate a mystery for this mystery, both you and Andy still have the opportunity to to understand something about this creature oh, by observing it and, you know, just kind of like trying to get information from it. You can choose to use your turn instead of kicking some ass to investigate a mystery. Before I do that, is the is the mask, the, the kind of clay mask visible or is it still inside the building? I would say it's outside. Yeah, so it's, it's visible. Outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, learning sounds good, and there's a time for that. But now that I have access to more of my weapons than just this one, I want to just pick this one up and throw it at the mask. Okay. I want to see if that does more damage. Yeah. So I am doing a a ranged attack, uh, kick some ass with a magic weapon at the mask to see if it does anything. Ooh, that first one was a six. Mm. And that was a one. God damn it. That's good. Seven, eight, nine, ten. That's even okay. better. That's really good. So 10 is a success. Your dagger thrown strikes true and strikes the um, clay mask. At first, it sticks into the, the mask and you start to see like a crack uh, start to spiral out from the center. Now, you do get the option of the extra effect. What are you going for? Okay, and that was, I could position it. Correct. I could do more damage. I'm already ranged away from it, right? Correct. So you're not going to incur an attack. Is is Andy still in melee? I believe so. Correct. Can I, pos- can I like, try to position it so it, to defend Andy? Sure. All right, I sure. do that. Okay. You do two points of damage, and then the ceramic mask starts to crack. And as the pieces and the dagger just fall apart and fall down to the ground, in the small, I would say, like, one-foot radius that the mask had covered, you know, of, like, a standard face, all you see uh, is just, like, three mouths. And it's just horrific. It is just tiny mouths just gnashing. And inside your mind, all you can hear is... I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And now you start to hear a voice as the mask is no longer there. But when you move the creature, when you choose to uh, move it where you want it, and you kind of push it back away from Andy, it had grown to such a large size that it strikes the electrical wires that (laughs) are uh, hanging on the uh, poles that provide electricity and it recoils from that. And in your mind, you feel like that could be a possibility, something you use, but how are you going to be able to use that um, as it maneuvers away from it? Okay. Everybody act under pressure. No. Okay. I'm going to roll good this time. Uh, another 14. Uh, 13. Jesus okay. Christ. Well, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew, what was that? I said another 14. 14. Jesus yeah, Christ. 13. Fuck. And Sam. <laughs> 11. 11. Okay. Whoa, so all us. of you are successful. So um, cool. You can see that, you know, after it strikes the uh, electrical wiring of the, the power grid, it kind of starts to shimmer and phase in and out. And it sends a ripple through the body. Uh, but then it kind of quickly 
captures itself and straightens itself out and uh, is swinging at you. But due to the chaotic events, it is not able to strike you. And each of you get to take a turn once again. But it is getting larger and larger and it is starting to capture more and more people on the street. Um, at this point, uh, you realize you were able to see it, but so were other people. It wasn't mm. the fact that it was hidden from them. It was just capturing them too quickly for them to really react. Uh, and now people are starting to react because they're seeing something. But if you don't get to them in time, they too will be captured. And yeah. then it'll take the memory of it being there away from it. Because my brain is poisoned by podcasts, I have to say, people on the street. People continue. on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't want to get back in melee. Is it like moving or is it just like growing? I, I would say both. I would say it has purposeful movement, but it's growing. But it doesn't seem like the purposeful movement is like necessarily coming towards you. Whether or not it really sees you as maybe a threat is is something that you can't assess from its movements. Wow, that's rude. And the mouths are just on the ground? Uh, well, no, no. So the mouth was where the mask was. The mask falls away, and there's just three small mouths in the center of exposed. the mask. I exposed see. now, yeah. It's covered. They were, they're, they're naked. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Fred, I have a question for you. If I wanted to try and get people off of its tentacles, would that be an act under pressure role? Like pulling people away from it? Yeah, protect I could say, yeah, act under pressure or maybe even protect someone, help out. The, the issue is that help out is like for specifically for another hunter and protect someone oh, is if they're fair. going to receive harm. Okay, so yeah, act under pressure is perfect for that. If you want to focus I imagine if on I went to, if I went to the crowd people. and try to get them to get away, that'd be like a manipulate someone. But if they're already grabbed, I figured that would be an act under pressure. Because yeah. I want to I succeed on a roll. If you catch my drift. Sure. Uh, so uh, uh, realizing that uh, shooting this thing is probably not the best uh, idea, Agency will to toss the assault rifle back into the van and he'll run and try and grab someone off or some people off of the tentacles in an effort to try and keep this thing from growing any larger or maybe even make it shrink. Uh, that is an 11. Yeah, so you're definitely successful and you're able to pull away several people and their eyes kind of straighten out and they kind of see you and they're confused. What do you say to them to like What is the the them? naked person wearing a badge around their neck say? Jesus. <laughs> you need to get out of here as soon as you can. <laughs> It takes them a moment as they focus on your naked body and then they hear your words and they look up and they seem to see the creature. I know I'm dreamy. It's 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 a, it's a visage of beauty, but <laughs> they see the creature for the first time and they're just like wide eyed and they just start running in the opposite direction. Presumably, if there's anyone from inside the bathhouse, are they also in a weird position where they're naked and running away? Yes. Yes, and okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is terrible for them. Oh, sorry. When when I do that, does anything seem to happen with the creature? It doesn't grow any larger, but you do not see it get smaller. No. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I, I, uh, uh, does it seem like agency has cleared out the street? Uh, yeah, there's a good amount of people still being suspended in different areas, but the area that agency is in, he's done a really good job of protecting those people. Yeah. I was just trying to think if I can try to get the rest of the people to run away to really make our arena just so safe, but I probably want to go back to the van and grab my armor, and I think what I want to do that put that on, and then I would like to read the mystery or whatever, the whatever, whatever. Investigate a mystery. Investigate a mystery, baby. There we go. That is a ten plus. Uh, so eleven. Wow, we're only great tonight. Okay, what question do you ask? Shit. Um, you ask two sh- questions. What happened? What here? sort of creature is it? What can hurt it? You know that this creature is is not of this world. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing to say because as a hunter, you fight a lot of creatures that are different from humans. Yeah, but wouldn't necessarily describe them not of this world. Yeah. The world that they come from, the the other uh, that is like a shadow plane of our world, and in, there is just this world you know our world and their world but we wouldn't consider them alien in a sense right this is chaos this Got is it. nothing like you fought before it is alien um it is you know it, it's yeah you have never okay. come across this in your field manual ever okay 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 and uh what can hurt it uh i mean you saw when sam uh, kind of repelled it with his dagger uh, throw, uh, and it hit that electrical line. You have to assume just high sources of energy. You know mm. that was electricity, maybe a high source of heat. You know, maybe a laser or something along those lines. If you're able to get your hand on a laser type weapon or equipment, you feel like a creature like this that's incorporeal. Something with that high intensity of energy will disrupt the very being of it, and you will be able to harm it and maybe even make it explode or disappear or something Got like that. Got it. Got it. Got it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's my turn. Put my armor back on so I have plus one uh, armor and standing by the van. Okay. Now, Sam. Is there any place where this thing is there's, – there's wire that's kind of over it. Is there any place where um... – it's like under uh, overhead wire because I know that's a big spiraling mass. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's I would the, say the, that there are parts of it in front of uh, behind or underneath wires. Um, you know, portions of it have tried avoiding it because you push it into it. But are you trying to figure out how to maneuver it into the electricity or? Yeah, or pull down. Uh, one on top of it or something like that. Too. Uh, I mean, to pull down would be to chain the car to it and move the car. Correct. Yeah. So like maybe <laughs> if you were to, you know, yeah, chain a power pole to a car and if the car was able to then knock over the power pole or if you were to ram a car yeah. into like a power ram pole, then maybe, you know, but other than that, it, I think it would be very hard to, it would probably be easier to maneuver the creature into something than it. <laughs> that destroy but, the entire setting. Yeah, yeah. I Fine. mean, uh, of course, <laughs> we, but but with your knowledge, though, like, 
if you're able to like manipulate enough to move it, I mean, who knows? There might be a power grid nearby, you know, like a power plant or, mm. you know, there might be, you know, <laughs> something that you can come up with to utilize against it. Yeah. God. I mean, Spider-Man fought Venom under the launch of a goddamn space shuttle. So, oh. you know, I mean, that ha- that stuff like that happens. It yeah. Happens. That's real life. It's all been there. <laughs> okay. Is it, since knocking out the mask, has it noticed me at all? Is it aggroed to me? No, it's, you know, honestly, it's, it, it, you don't get that feeling. You don't feel like it focuses on something Anything? that is disrupting it. Yeah, it, just, it is just an agent of chaos. It is going at everything. Like you are not it, its sole purpose. It is okay. spearing all kinds of people. Because uh, I'd hate to move people as the guinea pig to pass a transformer that's going to then explode. But we could start to move people at least past the power lines. As I see, is agency, if agency is still corralling people, I'm going to start to perhaps try to corral people and see if it can be moved by the food. Okay. Um, okay. And I want to use charm to try to. Uh, calm and manipulate the crowd to move them behind where this power thing is so uh, manipulate to, someone yes okay. many people or at least yeah, as many people yeah. as i had exposure to to get them behind it where it needs to go sure oh, God. Oh, okay i think that's nine okay so it is somewhat of a success and you're able to get a handful of people maybe not a large crowd um to move in the same direction as agent c uh and and the people that he's rescuing okay okay and is this is, is the food uh, at least what i perceive as you're defeating on is that moving him at all oh yes absolutely right. it is going towards the largest amount of people that it can see uh and it seems like that is the pure motivating kind of drive for this creature right um it doesn't seem sentient in the sense of it thinking like strategically it is just yeah. like oh look at all this over Eating. here i'm going towards this large amount of Eating. it's yeah. a hungry okay. baby yum, yum, guys yum. i think we got a pack mana into this electricity all right and then, yeah, everybody act under pressure. No, stop. Stop hurting us. There we go. That's a five, baby. Bird. Let's get that uh, XP. That's a four. Ten, okay. even. Okay. So for Sam and Andy, what is your uh, defense, Andy? One. Oh, boy. All right. So once again, uh, you get struck and you take two points of damage. So this takes you into the five harm threat range. Yeah, baby. Can I, is it, do I have to like interrupt it early? Can I say now, can I try and protect Andy? It would have to have been a part of your turn last turn. Yeah. So like you would have utilized that instead of helping out people and you would have set yourself up to protect Andy. It's the classic train car situation. Exactly. (laughs) But one of the train car tracks would have given you experience points that's fair or at least just done damage to me (laughs) so as you go into your fifth harm yeah it's not physical damage but the mental damage that you are perceiving to take does not take a hold of you and then once again you hear a voice and it says you could throw the spear and that's it. You you don't feel like you are being 
mentally hurt by this creature, even though you are taking damage. You, yeah. It doesn't seem like you're forgetting anything. You're kind of like it's like it's it's like I'm being bashed, but it's holding it back. So as long as I don't get bashed to, unto death or unconsciousness, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm at hundred percent, then zero or whatever. Okay, that's fun. But now to move on to Sam. Sam, you take three <laughs> on the other points hand. of one damage. You take one point that comes through. You once again feel this tugging sensation in the back of your mind. And once again, you feel a piece of yourself disappear. And that is where we're going to leave it. From the three. No, no, not the episode. Not the oh. episode. Oh, okay. From like, the okay, three sure. of you, uh, how would you like to proceed? I want to throw my spear. Okay, go ahead. What do I roll? Is that is that is that kick some ass? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Come on, baby. Oh, oh my God! It's Fred. The gods <laughs> above saw what this was supposed to be. I oh. rolled two sixes. That's a twelve. Oh, wow. I love when the dice know what they're rolling for. Yeah, and you feel like it, the attack is even more skilled than what your dice are telling you. That's pretty good. Yes, I mean. yes, yes. By your merit alone, you would have done just as great. But your spear does even more for you. And thank you. You you saw that Sam broke the mask, and you see these three mouths. And you look at the spear. You hear the voice in your head, and mm-hmm. you you throw the spear, and just it just flies tr- true. And you see small streaks of magical uh, tracers coming out of it. And the spear goes right into one of the mouths. And it just starts to recoil. And it's just flailing as it, you know, takes pretty good damage, it seems like. It's reacting to your spear now. And on top of that, it's like connecting to power lines that it's nearby. And you see this like vibrating thing happening to the mass of its body. And then it collects itself once again. And it seems like the mouth is about to close down on this spear, basically breaking it. And you look down at your hand and the spear is back in your hand again. (laughs) Mondo, cool. (laughs) All right. Agency, Sam, what do you do? I'm going to help out sam are we still cattling people oh i'm gonna i i have no idea what you're gonna roll but it'll give you a bonus yeah but i'm gonna try and give you a plus one bonus to whatever you roll ha all right that die die went very far away so uh that is a an 11 okay help out so asia c is in kind of concerted effort, assisting whatever you would like to do next. Sam, what would you like to do? Okay. Are oh, there still more people? It. <laughs> Earn this. <laughs> are there still uh, people that could be corralled behind the thing because the things are flashing unconsciously so, towards us? So at this point, your last role has already assisted you in, in kind of setting up the scene. You already have enough people corralled and running away which has then lured this creature in the direction you wanted it to go what was the purpose for you to maneuver the creature to move in this direction what was your thought process behind it well, what it do you want to do strikes so i wanted it to be hitting the electricity okay um, yeah so then in that sense you will do some kind of role that will make it attack the electrical wires or harm itself in some way what do you do to make that happen perfect 
Yeah, we could charm people the word they need to be, perhaps. Or if they already are. Well, would that work? <laughs> I mean, look, you could, like, tell them to, like, climb up power lines, like, power poles if you want to, oh. to make them attack, you know, the power lines. Or maybe you do that yourself. Or I don't know. what You tell me what you want to do. If you just want to I'm keep... Gonna- move myself to to where i i want them and they're gonna have them follow me and it's gonna be behind um where i believe there to be a little transformer okay too. and i'm gonna try to do this as i think it's gonna be unconsciously striking towards these people Absolutely. trying to not to have the, these people be harmed but trying to have this thing hit this transformer yeah what are you gonna roll to to make that happen to manipulate someone yeah okay go ahead what simple is this is this a one or a six that is a six okay on that dice. Oh, sorry, it's one of Veronica's dice. So that's uh, and add an additional one from my help out. So with with agencies one, I think that's a a thirteen. Okay, so you are successful, and you're you, able you did, to. You didn't need the plus one. You're fine. <laughs> and uh, you were able to manipulate even more people this time, and you kind of have. You're just like speaking to everybody confidently. And, and with your, like, leadership skills, you are just like, everybody, this way. We need to get you to safety. And you have them all kind of pass this, like, large transformer box, which is powering the side of a building. And as the creature just comes barreling through that building and the street, it just crashes into this transformer box. And... <laughs> just a large explosion sparks just fly everywhere electrical wires dismantling and sw- like you know flipping around with uh, energy on the tips of it uh, just striking this creature over and over and you can see that like this creature is for lack of a better term in pain um, the ripples the um the way the body moves, it is just chaotic. It is just just phasing in and out. And in what seems like a, a, a moment, maybe two to three seconds, that creature just disappears and is gone. And the three of you are uh, half naked, fully naked, panting on the street. And this creature uh, is no longer visible or is no longer there. What the fuck was that? And that is where we're going to call it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. We're having so much fun playing and producing this new show, so stay tuned for more to come. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, make sure to check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greetings Adventurers, a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you wanted to follow the people who make this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Agent C is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Andy is played by Tim at Tim Lanning, and B is played by Veronica at Typical Veronica. And don't forget to follow our guest star, Sam, at Creeptastic Sam.
Our show is also edited by Steph at Steph O. Kingston and produced by yours truly. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.